Side Hustle Show 91, Rapid Product Creation, Amazon Launch Tactics, and Turning a Book into a Business. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part-time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your nine to five may make you a living, but your five to nine makes you alive. And now your host, Nick Loper. What's going on? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show. This is episode 91, Rapid Product Creation, Amazon Launch Tactics, and How to Turn a Book into a Business. I'm excited to welcome Chandler Bolt back to the program. Chandler is somebody who helped me immensely during my book launch, and uh, he was previously on the show in episode 55, talking about productivity hacks for side hustlers. He's a two-time Amazon best-selling author, first with The Productive Person, which was that was the one we were talking about on the last uh, podcast he was on. More recently with Productivity Hacks for Entrepreneurs, which was also a, a good read. I got some some little tips and stuff to try out of that one. And his latest book is called Book Launch. And I just finished it last weekend. And it really is an excellent step-by-step guide to creating your work and uh, and publishing it on Amazon. I thought it was it was well worth it. Even as, uh, as a, quote, experienced author, I, I still learned some things. So I encourage you to check that one out as well. Chandler's also the, the, the co-founder of Self-Publishing School, self-publishingschool.com, which is a premium training resource community uh, for, for aspiring authors. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of this episode. But I'll put a link to that and um, in all of Chandler's books, plus a link to our first episode in the show notes. Plus, uh, while you're over there, I've got a free downloadable PDF for you with all my notes and highlights from this conversation with Chandler. And you can download that at sidehustlenation.com slash 91 or through the link in the episode description of your podcast player app. Uh, News and updates before we get into it. The nation has spoken. The results of my first annual member survey uh, are in. And one thing people said would be compelling uh, was a public coaching effort, something I've never done before, taking one side hustler and helping them build their business from scratch and uh, and sharing the progress along the way, the, the ups and downs and the successes and failures and, and all that stuff. Now, the challenge there is I need a, I need a victim. I need a volunteer. And, and it could be you. Why not you? Uh, hit up sidehustlenation.com slash apply to watch my little video explanation and, and learn a little bit more about that opportunity. Free year of side hustle coaching and support. So I think that could be a, a really fun project to to participate in and to um, and to share going forward. So looking forward uh, to the applications uh, that come back on that. I encourage you to, uh, to apply if you think that would be a, a good project, a good fit. And also in response to the, the, those survey results, I did create a Facebook group for Side Hustle Nation. If you go to sidehustlenation.com slash FB, you'll get redirected over there. It's a, it's a closed group, so you request to join and I'll approve you and, and you can jump in. Uh, great place to meet other members of the community, share ideas, ask questions, get feedback, all that jazz. Sidehustlenation.com slash FB. All right, let's do this. Hey Chandler, welcome back to the Side Hustle Show. Thanks, man. It's great to be back on. I'm really excited about this. One of very few repeat guests. It was a privileged position to be in. And I know I've talked about this on the show before when I was breaking down uh, my book launch in episode 58. But now is 
like I want to take the opportunity to publicly thank you for your, for your help on the Work Smarter book launch. So for everyone listening, Chandler uh, took it upon himself to call me up, you know, middle of launch week. And, and so even though there was a lot of stuff that was already in motion, you know, he gave me a handful of, of tips and kind of asked some pointed questions like, well, what keywords are you targeting? And I was like, keywords that you know what do you mean keywords like this is a book this is not a this is not a niche site i don't care about keywords um and stuff like that he gave me the hack of of cutting off the you know free the kdp free promo in the middle of the day all sorts of stuff so i and i believe that had a big impact on the the sales for the remainder of that weekend and and kind of climbing the paid charts after that free launch so chandler thank you so much for for your help with that you are the book launch king and so excited to get into this stuff today but for everybody out there like i i mean i'm obviously a big fan of kindle publishing as as you are but if i don't have uh if i've never done it before what's you know what's the first step what do i how do i figure out what to write about yeah that's a great question man and i i do want to say i was happy to help and you're not too shabby on the the book stuff yourself your book really crushed it and I was happy to just say thanks for having me on the show, and I, I'm glad we got to talk because your book killed it, man. So you're uh, you're you're being humble, but your your <laughs> book really knocked it out of the park. So you you know a little bit more than you're letting on to. But you're talking about um finding book ideas, and we I feel like that's that's one of the the big objections that comes up in people's heads when they're thinking about writing a book because obviously if they've if they've listened to your show and they've heard how much success books have brought for you, you know, the, it's at least came into their head and maybe they're thinking about it. But um, a lot of people are like, well, I don't know what to write about or I don't have enough content to write a book about, stuff like that. And what we found is really, we have kind of like, I can go over this if you want me to, but it's like a three-step process. And like, there's this this one little piece in the very beginning that like really helps take that if you're if you think you don't have an idea it, it can kind of bring that idea out and then help you flesh it out full on into a book let's hear it let's hear it. i mean i've got book ideas you know half written drafts uh, clogging on my hard drive for for days but <laughs> <laughs> what yeah it, if i'm not in that boat let's hear this three-step formula that sounds good that sounds gypsy it's it's interesting you say like I feel like people are either one of the either <laughs> one of the two boats. They have no clue what they're going to write about, or like you and like I just had lunch with Pat Flynn earlier today, and and we're talking about his next book, and he's like name, name dropping. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, I got it, I, this is my first ever lunch with the guy. It, it makes me feel cool to like mention his name because he's <laughs> just such a cool guy. But uh, he's he was talking about his book stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I got like forty book ideas, <laughs> like, and, and it's like it's." distilling it down into the one you want to do but no matter which boat you're in this will help okay. so the 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 three-step process i was talking about it starts with with a basic mind map so basically you 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 bring out a sheet of paper a pen you put maybe the faint idea that you have or one of your ideas that you have in the middle of in the middle of the page and then what you do is you start graphing out all along everything you can think of for that so especially if you're in the boat of, I don't know, I might have an idea, but you know, like which I, I don't know if I have enough to say about it. This will really help. So you start drawing out lines and then maybe that sparks other stuff and you literally just just vomit everything out of your head onto the page. Okay. You just go out and out and out and it'll start getting bigger and bigger and you're doing circles and lines and connecting the dots and all that. And 
What most people find is when they start that, they take 15 to 30 minutes on that and they'll start to realize just how much they know about the topic. They've got stories, they've got experiences, they've got all this. And that's when it becomes, for a lot of our like past students in our program, it was like, it went from, I can maybe write 15 pages on this to, whoa, I've got two to three books. Now I need to just figure out which one I'm going to write, which is a good to have. So So you're starting off with, you know, some area of relative expertise or relative interest for, for this, uh, this kind of mind map. Exactly. And so if you don't even have that, um, what you can do is I, I like to think that the best book that's inside people is usually one they don't even know they could write because it's, it's something that they're good at or something that's so common knowledge to them that they think it would just be idiotic to write a book about it because everyone knows that stuff. That's usually the way it is, right? Like the stuff you're truly good at, you think that just everyone knows it and that no one would want to read that book. Yeah, well, we can look at we can look at Steve Scott and we can you know oh, give, him, exactly. give him a hard time, right? Like the ten thousand steps blueprint. Like, how did you come up with fifteen thousand words about how to walk ten thousand steps? It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, go out and do it. I don't know, but, <laughs> but the guy sells. I don't know. <laughs> he obviously, he's he's got the discipline. He does really well. So yeah, he's, he's probably listening to this. <laughs> yeah, he'll get a kick out of it. But I mean, it, so it's that, that's the cool thing is that there's there's books hidden inside you, so it helps to just ask people around you like what am i good at what do you what could i write a book about like that if you're just really struggling for ideas and then i do want to kind of address on the far end of the spectrum if you're like if you have too many ideas what i like to run it through is like a okay which book could i write the fastest what's the fastest book i could get done the next step which book am i going to enjoy the most writing it and then the third step is which one am i most likely to finish so if you have a lot of book ideas, that's an easy little kind of framework to run through to pick down to one. But once you have it right, you get into this mind map. Okay. So that's kind of the first step of this framework. And like I said, once you start spending 15, 30, 45 minutes, you're really going to see just how much you know on the topic. And you'll see a lot of groups and sections and you know, like sections of knowledge that is like, oh, this has all has to do with one thing. This all has to do with another and another. And then you start grouping these ideas that are on the page into sections. And then you break down those sections into individual chapters. So this leads kind of into the second step, which is you go from mind map to outline. So then you, you start forming into sections, you start forming into exact chapters, and then you have an outline that you can follow and then step three is to start writing. And then the way we recommend doing that is you run exactly through this three-step process again. So this was kind of a mentor shared this three-step process with me right before I wrote my first book. And me and my brother wrote the book, and we wrote a 225-page book in a week. Wow. So Whoa. Wow. Very <laughs> – yeah, you can really make some – progress with this. So basically what you do is you go back through that process that I just explained. So we did that on a big picture level. We planned out the whole book. We had it, we did the mind map, then we went into an outline and then we had all our chapters and everything. And then for every chapter we did 10 minutes mind mapping it. So what's everything I know about this chapter subject. Then we did 10, 10 minutes outlining it okay, let's take these mind map ideas and and put them in a chronological order that's going to make sense and outlining the chapter. And then we would spend 45 minutes to an hour and a half writing the chapter. Okay. So then we were easily able to duplicate that 
in two hour chunks, working all the way down to one hour chunks, just a chapter at a time. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes. T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And this is what I found too. Like once that outline is created, you know, it's, it's cliche to say, but like the book almost writes itself. Like it's, kind of, <laughs> it becomes kind of like a game, like where I'm just filling in the blanks and it's super rewarding to just, okay, I'm, you know, knock this one off, knock this one off. I don't even necessarily go in chronological order. I'll jump around and be like, I'm going to fill in this section. I'm going to fill in this section. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of fun at that point. It really is. And it's so counterintuitive because I remember when I was in English class, like in high school or college and the, your professor or your teacher is like, Oh, you need to do an outline. Oh, like, I hated that. <laughs> that's stupid. I'm just going to start writing. Like, I'm not going to do an outline. That's dumb. And that uh, now looking back, I realized that's why I was such an awful writer. <laughs> writing was so hard. Yeah, I was the same in the same boat. It's like, oh, this is yeah, this is dumb. I'm just going to go and just blah, do this brain dump. And no, but yeah, who knows? Who knew? The teachers actually knew something. Yeah, those crazy teachers. Uh, okay, so that's the uh, that's a good a good formula to kind of get everything out of your head, get it outlined, and then you know the process of writing it. Just you know having the discipline to go um, you know step by step and get it done. The you know so so if I was to launch a book today, I've been uh, I've been blessed. I've been been grateful enough to have kind of amassed a little bit of, of an email list, a, a little bit of an audience here. And so if I was to launch a book today, I would just you know, put it in 99 cents, you know, blast out to this email list. Hey guys, you know, as, 
as loyal followers of the side hustle show here is you know your your first chance to get at this book you know it's you know it's on a special deal for you for you guys only for this week or whatever like but before like when i launched the the work smarter book i really didn't have or had a tiny fraction of the of the people that were paying attention to me then that are now and so i decided to do this free launch and so I'm curious what your what your take on it is and kind of coaching people through this process. You know, does it does that matter? You know, should people do free? Should people do paid? What do you think? Yeah, it's kind of uh, that's it's kind of a per basis thing. Like for some people, it makes more sense to do free. For some people, it makes more sense to do 99 cents. We have some of our students kind of testing that out even further right now um, that are launching like multiple books. Okay. Um, my my recommendation, if it's your first time doing a book launch, I recommend do, going the free route for the at least the first two to three days, because um, I've just found that it, it builds up a lot of Amazon juice. Um, you know, Amazon starts to get friendly with your book. You start ranking in customers also bought. You get a bunch of downloads. They'll Amazon will be more likely to send out emails on behalf of your book. You know, it's a great way to build traffic to get reviews. If you're if you have bigger goals around your book, which I'd guess if you're if you're wanting to start a business or speak or coach, you probably do. Then it pumps leads. You know, you can really draw in a lot of leads. Like there's just a lot of for me. I don't know. Like some people have like a real scarcity mindset. Like oh, if I give it away for free, I'm missing out on money. But for for me, it's always been like I would just I just want as many people to get this message as possible. So that's going to bring about so many other things like if they hear about me or my books or whatever. So I've been a big proponent of the of the free launch. That being said, now that we're in the same boat as you, you know, like building an audience, it's we're moving towards the 99 cent route. Um so that's just kind of that's kind of how we're doing. And we're doing some testing too, like we're going to test out like doing a soft launch at free and so basically putting it out there and, and just releasing it to free ebook sites and letting it amass a lot of free downloads without like even announcing that it's out and then announcing that it's out on the 99 cent day. And so kind of capitalizing the best of both worlds. But we're just doing a lot of a lot of testing around that. OK. Any of those resources are, are better than others? Because like I found in the like especially in like the free Kindle Facebook groups, it seems like there's not a lot of engagement. It seems like it's just a bunch <laughs> of authors just like, you know, promoting their own stuff. It's like, eh, I don't know how much, how effective this really is. Yeah. Some of that stuff is just a spam fest. Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, I'll check the box. I'll do it. But yeah. who knows how effective it really is. Yeah. I mean, if you can find some higher quality free ebook sites that require like a minimum number of reviews, um, stuff like that, okay. like, that can be really helpful for 99 cents. I, I'm sure you've probably heard of these guys. Have you heard of the buck books guys? Yeah. I've got a buck books uh, deal going on today, actually. No way. Yeah. Cool. It's like, so I see, you know, a big spike on the chart today. We'll see if it, oh, we'll see yeah. if it lasts for, for any yeah. length of time. So Matt and those guys are really killing it. So 99 cent promos, those guys drive a ton of sales with that. As, um, as a newbie author, can you just go to their site and, and sign up for, Hey, don't put me on your next promo. You can go and submit. It's not a guaranteed thing, um, okay. but you can go and submit or reach out. Um, and it definitely helps if you have a little bit of a list. But even if you don't, if you're, they care more about the quality level of the books that they're putting out. So if you're just, as a newbie author, if you're just putting out like a crappy book when <laughs> under, a, under a pen name and like, I don't know, just do it. 
having it like something that's not very good, they're probably not gonna they're probably not gonna do it. But if you have a decent decent book and something you've put some effort into, they're I think they're more than happy to to help you out and to do the promotion there. Okay, so that would be a good way to kind of get that initial traction. Any tactics for getting kind of that initial bank of, of reviews? Uh, hustle. I mean, <laughs> I, I've I've got some I've got some tips and tricks on that. But the bottom line, when it comes down to, is hustling. And I got this advice from an author early on. Is he said, "I scrap for every single review I get," and I never forgot that. He said, "Anytime anybody emails me about my book, I see someone on the street, anything. It's like if they say a compliment about my book, I'm like, oh, awesome. Would you mind cutting and pasting that into an Amazon review? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like anything exactly. like that." Um, we set up autoresponders with our books, so when they opt in for like the audio book or something like that, um, that works well. Also, we're big fans of personal videos, so if it's a book launch that you want to pour something into, we for our first book launch, we just we got the book out early to friends and family and people like that, so they could take a look at it. And then during launch week and right when we first launched, we we're sending out a lot of thirty second personal videos, really goofy like us playing a song and dancing on a Google Hangout, me and my uh, co-author and business partner. And we had like the Google effects turned on. So like, you know, like the really funny looking like cat ears and pirate eye, you know how it like overlays on your face. Yeah. You you look dumb. But so we would just like thank them so much for all their support. We would do a little dance and at the end we'd just be like, hey, and the biggest thing you could do to help would leave a review. And just did a lot of those 30 second, just knocked them out in one sitting. Because I was in Austria and he was in the US when we were doing the book. So we did it on a Google Hangout. Okay, and, okay. And we just, we had an Excel sheet and we just went through and we're just kind of persistent on that and, and brought a unique personalized flair to it. But one thing that really helps is if you have specific goals. So if you said, hey, I want to, like I think for one of ours, we said, uh, we want to get 100 by Thanksgiving because Chandler's in Austria and he's not going to be able to be with his family. So he would be really thankful if if we reached, you know, like just goofy, or my birthday's coming up and we want to get 50, you know, like whatever. That helps because people feel like they have a bigger goal than just asking for a view. They can help you accomplish something. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. That works. You can do a timeline like, hey, if uh, leave a review by the 18th. That's like the day my book launches and, and really when it would be helpful. That works. Then there's also stuff like making it reversible. A lot of your good friends or readers or anyone who wants to support you, they want to write you the most glowing review ever. Um, but the fact about Amazon is more about quantity, really, unless they're one of the first ones that gets voted up. Um, so we would always just say, Hey, if you're going to leave a review, just, just, it can even just say like a, a sentence. You can always go back and change it later. I just need it by this date so that it, it'll help with like our launch. And so even just making it reversible, like classic sales technique, right? Like make it reversible to where they can always edit it later. And just by sit, dropping that line, people will think, Oh yeah, I can change this later. I'll just throw something in there. And that normally it'll still be pretty good, you know, like they're just trying to make it have, be like this amazing, amazing review. Yeah, that no, that makes sense. I like that. I like having the outreach kind of to your personal network. Like even if you don't have a big list, I mean, what's, yeah. what's the stat? Like the average person has 
238 Facebook friends or something like so there's 238 people who at least have some interest in in what you're working on who might be willing to, to help you out you can hit them up for for a message i kind of like the idea of doing the goofy videos and and yeah for the specific goals do you stress much about verified versus unverified reviews we don't um because a lot you know it doesn't carry a lot of weight with the customers um i mean it's it's unless you're an avid amazon shopper sometimes it matters but we we don't stress that the verified stuff um, but I love to your point on what you were saying, like we had no audience when we released our first book. So we had to scrap for reviews and it really just works well, but we encourage people giving reviews to give honest reviews mm-hmm. and not to, it doesn't have to be five stars. It doesn't have to be like, uh, we actually discourage like exclamation points in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, like, don't make it, don't make it sound too over. Make people believable. Like you know, if if the if the title of the re- review is all caps, best book ever, <laughs> like a bunch of R's and a bunch of exclamation points, and then they go on to say like Nick Loper's the most amazing individual I've ever met, and so is this book. You know, like it's pretty obvious that it was like your mom that wrote that review, right? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. No one gives any validity to that at all. So we like definitely discourage that. Okay, and, and just for for the sake of uh, definitions, verified review is one that Amazon can you know, they can track the back, the purchase of that. And so if you're giving away, you know, free PDF copies to people in advance of the, of the launch to get review, like review copies and stuff, all of that is going to be unverified reviews, which in theory carries less weight in their ranking algorithms. But, you know, for what it's worth, like it all, they all count towards your, your total number of, of reviews and they all look nice and shiny on, on this, on the website. <laughs> exactly. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. So what's, you know, what's next? So you've kind of uh, been able to leverage this publishing business into, into bigger and better things. So you can walk me through what that process has, has been like for you. Cause like the book, I don't know, the book itself, like it can make, it can make some money, but it's not, at least in my case, and, and it's a, somewhat of a portfolio business. And with four titles, it's not, it's not going to get there. But, you know, it's not enough to be a full-time thing totally. all on its own. Totally. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. And this is what I think your audience will really get excited about um, is, you know, we say this all the time, is a book is not a business, but it can easily build one for you, you know. So some people can make livings off of books. You know, you got the the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Scott. Yes, yes. Bringing in 30, 50 grand, whatever, something ridiculous, you know, like a few hundred grand off of ebooks this past year. Like, that's pretty incredible. 
Um, and, but you know, for a lot of people, it's, it'll just be a nice source of passive income, but what it can do is build much bigger outside stuff. So like when I first got started, it was, it was great. We put the first book out there, the productive person, you know, what we talked about in the last um, podcast interview and the book did well. It, you know, it brought in close to seven grand in the first month and continued to bring in two grand to 4,500 a month for mm-hmm. like several months after. Um, it brings in less money than that now, but it still brings in passive income. You know, it's the beauty of Amazon is you do work once and you get paid on it forever. <laughs> so it's great. That's the dream, man. That's it's, the dream. It's, yeah, it's the passive income. Robert Kiyosaki. You read about it and Rich Dad Poor Dad like dream about passive income and it's like yeah wow this is actually possible right but I think what you're hinting at and what your your people really like that are listening to this is you know you can use it to open up so many more doors like a book has become a business card in today's world you know like business cards they're everybody has them and if you think about it like you, when someone hands you a business card you usually eventually throw it away. But like, when's the last time you've thrown away a book? Right. You know, like most people don't do that. So like, who would you rather do business with? Someone who hands you a business card or someone who hands you a book and then autographs it, right? Like you're going to at least, even if you don't read it, respect them a little more and you're going to put that book in your office or at your house just because you feel bad about throwing it away. Yeah, <laughs> or at least especially, if, especially if they signed it. Then I feel bad. Just <laughs> feel really just insulting. So but you think about it, anytime you see that book you think of them and it's kind of like a glorified business card and a networking piece but also if you want to build speaking or coaching it's a platform you know you're now a best-selling author on a certain title like for us it was time management and we beat out david allen's getting things done you know like that's a calling card that's like the reason i was able to get on your podcast to begin with because i had like something to hang my hat on i wasn't just like Hey, I'm Chandler, and you should interview me. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like, so it's it's a it's a calling card for people. But then the beauty that I like about it is there's a huge opportunity to upsell other products on the back end, and you can just use it as a huge lead pump for your business. So whether you have a local service based business or whether you have an online business, you can use it to really pump leads. That's what we've done really well, um, and. It's basically tapping into, we were talking, we've talked about this a little before, you know, it's tapping into the hundreds of millions, if not billion plus buyers on the Amazon store and kind of funneling them out through your book onto your list and into your business. So like we use the productive person to, to build a, I mean, it's brought in three, four, 5,000 leads over the past year or maybe a little over a year since that book's came out all from one little book on Amazon. And Which we, is like pretty amazing. Yeah, and I think I use that as an example in my in my um, Kindle course, or in, yeah, Kindle Launch Course. dot uh, com. Now, and you guys were giving the giveaway like free audiobook, right? And it was visible in the preview, and so people could, <laughs> people could go there and say, "Shoot, I don't even have to buy this book. I can just get the free audiobook version in exchange for my email." Like I'm going to make that trade. Yeah. And so you so that's driven a ton of signups. Any other lead magnets that have worked particularly well in these in these titles? Oh, Nick, I mean that's that's my secret sauce. <laughs> your audience members have gotta gotta keep that one a secret or or just go buy your course so they can learn more about it. <laughs> no, that's that's like the that's the one that converts like crazy. It's we get fifty to seventy percent of 
of book buyer leads on that and on the audiobook. Yeah. Cause you, everyone else is doing it just so wrong. You know, they're doing like a 77 steps or whatever checklist and P they just do a PDF opt-in at the beginning of the book. And it's kind of like banner blindness. Like people see that and they just automatically assume it's crappy. And so they don't opt in. But when they see an, uh, an audio book, they're like, wow, Nick, I just paid three bucks for your ebook. And you're telling me you're going to give me a $10 audio book as well. Like now I already love you. And you just accomplished one of my goals, which was not actually having to read this book <laughs> <laughs> because now I can just pop it in and listen to it in the car on the way to work. So like they're more likely to get through it. Now they're in your funnel. They, you know, they're hearing about your other products. It's just like so much more attractive. And then what you touched on is people can click look inside so they can opt in without even buying your book, which is pretty awesome because the email list is really where the money's at. Did you, did you record it yourself or did you have somebody uh, do the recording? I didn't. I had, um, we had somebody, we always pick someone off VLance. Okay. Um, so actually as this podcast is being recorded, we have a guy recording the ebook for our newest, um, or the audio book for our newest ebook on how to launch uh, books and how to write market and publish books. It's so meta. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, they, it's very cheap and they're professionals. This is, I think the thing that not a lot of people realize, like I've heard some people recommend going through ACX, which is like an audible platform. Mm -hmm. but we found that you, you can kind of get ripped off that way and you end up paying too much money. So I we thought go, it was, I thought it was free up front. It depends on the way you do it. You can do a rev share, um, like a percentage of, of revenue, or you can pay them a flat fee. I've heard of people doing it both ways. Okay. Um, but they're normally going to want a decent percentage and, and then they, then you have issues with the rights of the book and just stuff like that. So we got our first book recorded. This guy was a pro. He's done stuff for NBC Sports, Walmart, Pfizer, like all these big companies. And he did it for $450. Okay. You know, and our ebook that's being our audio book that's being recorded now, he's three hundred and eighty something dollars, and that's a thirty-two thousand word ebook and the guy's voice is awesome like he's a pro <laughs> so it's it's really amazing the prices you can get for the for the quality yeah that seems really cheap for 30 32,000 words it's a pretty lengthy uh lengthy tome for for nonfiction. <laughs> yeah it's it's it is kind of long but yeah but there's a, a lot of stuff to cover no that's cool let me let me ask you about you kind of scoring these like public speaking things has this become a big part of your business it hasn't. I, you know, I, I like doing it right now. It, it's it's kind of one of those time for money things, you know. So like, just like speaking and coaching, like you're you're limited to scale the business by how much time you have. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's been awesome, and I, I I love doing it when I when I do it. But right now we're focusing more on like scaling up the actual business. So we're drawing back the coaching and drawing back the speaking. But that's something that you know one day I definitely want to get more into. It, it's it's just it, I, I see it as a long term play as well, but it is fun. It's landing me some speaking gigs, and you get to go talk to people about your book and about your stuff. Like it's awesome. And so the business is is the self publishing school. Yeah, that's that's what a lot of our because for us that's maximum leverage. You know, we can go one to many, and we can teach a lot of people how to do this stuff that's really going to change their lives. And that's that's how we do it is is through that platform. Do you find the people like who signed up for your list, like, hey, I signed up for, you know, productivity related things and now now I'm being marketed to for for self 
self-publishing school stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, it's interesting. We we don't we don't pound them over the head with it. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like a hey, here it is if you want it. Okay. Um, but it is funny. We like you would think like the productivity stuff has nothing to do with books, but we actually got some of our best clients from the book and they they it was so organic because they said well, I saw your book and it was your first book and I saw what that did for you and I wanted to do that. So when you came back around about this self-publishing school, like, yeah, that sounded really awesome because the reason I know about you is because of your book. And it was like, whoa, I would never have made that connection. Yeah, it's like, hey, been there, been there, done that, and <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. Um, any any other parting words of of uh, turning the turning the book into uh, into a business? Hmm. Into a business. The one thing I think that if, if people are on the fence about, about writing a book or maybe they've thought about doing it for a long time and never have done it, the one, the one piece that hits me more than like, you know, we talked about glorified business card, pumping leads into your business. We talked about, you know, using it to build your platform for speaking and coaching. Like obviously there's tons tons of ways to monetize, but I think there's one thing that isn't talked about a lot that is really an awesome benefit. And it's, it's kind of funny to like say out loud, <laughs> but for me, it was so cool seeing how proud of my parents were of me when I did this book and like how they're telling all their friends about it. And like, then even my friends, how they would just send me Facebook messages and text and calls like about my book and how, they thought I was just so cool because I did it. And there's just, some, I don't know, there's something about it. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that. But <laughs> if we're really being honest, like, it feels really cool getting all that attention and, and feeling like you just had a success. Like, that's the coolest part for me with our program is, like, seeing students. It's like, like we said at the top of the interview, you know, it's, it's not about the book. It's what the book can do for you. And a big part of that is growing your confidence. And it's like a stepping stone to like, okay, I can do this on this level. What else can I do? Like start looking bigger and bigger and your confidence gets up. And then it's, it's just a huge confidence booster to propel you on to like bigger and better things. I love it. I love it, Chandler. Thanks so much for joining me. Last year, I asked for, uh, for your number one tip for, for side hustle nation. And you said, complete the process instead of perfecting the product. You want to touch on that again, or do you, would you would you change your answer in, in 2015? Oh, that's great, man! I'm, I I can't believe that's some great digging on your part, <laughs> and I, even just hearing you say that it gets me fired up because, like, I, I'm I would say exactly that. Like, we're talking about book stuff that's so relevant. Like, so when we launched self publishing school the first time, we just just like with a productive person, we just threw it out there, you know. Will people buy this? We know we can make it awesome. We sold it. We had nothing. And then we built it and had just huge success rates with our students, everything. So we just, we completed the process. We got it launched. And then we hustled to make make everything happen. And everyone was really happy with it. And the same is true with the book. Like that's what we teach in, in the program is like complete the process. Don't perfect the product. So press publish on your book. You know, if you're thinking about doing it, don't waste time, you know, just do it and put it out there and then see what happens. Cause you're going to learn, learn so much more from putting it out there, engaging feedback than you will about planning and trying to make it the best book that you're ever going to write. Cause I'm sure as you know, Nick, like 
your first book probably wasn't the best one that you've done and you've done much better ones since then. So just completing that process, you're able to make it so much better. Yeah, no, nothing I've written has been uh, has been the great American novel just yet. But you know, I feel like <laughs> my, my writing is improving because it's a, you know it's a practice, and and I really yeah. like that. And now now I'm motivated to go and get some of this half finished stuff uh, off the hard drive and and, <laughs> and complete the process. Heck instead, yeah! Instead of making it the world's most perfect thing. Awesome, Chandler. Thanks so much. We'll have uh, links and everything in the show notes at sidehustlenation.com slash ninety one. I think it is, and um, and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Nick. If you want to learn more about Kindle publishing, I encourage you to check out my course on the topic at kindlelaunchcourse.com. That link will get you a nice discount uh, to it, and I'm able to go into much more detail uh, there than, than what we could cover on the show. And another excellent resource is Chandler's new book, uh, which is called Book Launch, and uh, I'll link to that in the show notes at sidehustlenation.com slash 91. And over there, you'll also find a free downloadable PDF with all my notes and highlights from the call, along with Chandler's top Kindle tips on everything uh, that we talked about. Now, if you want to learn more about Chandler's self-publishing school, it's at self-publishingschool.com. And I'm going to link to that in the show notes as well. Now, I am an affiliate for the program. So if you are considering joining, I hope you'll consider doing so through my link. It is a premium product, but from what I can see, his students are seeing uh, a lot of success with it. So there's something there's something to it there. You know, here's here's a weird thing about Kindle. Like there there's a few you know well known notable exceptions, right? Like Steve Scott that we talked about, and a few other authors. But beside that, there seems to be more money in teaching people how to Kindle, how to make money on Amazon, than than in doing it themselves. And I'll be the first to admit it because you know I've seen this firsthand. In in the first month of my my last book launch, for example, the the book the author royalties earned you know fourteen hundred dollars in sales, and then you know another so so ever much from from borrows, and and that was awesome. And and it's continued to earn passive income every day since then. So I don't want to like downplay that at all. It's been it was been really really cool. But the Udemy course I created, which covers how to launch your nonfiction book, it kind of walks through that process. It earned over twenty five hundred dollars in the first month. So there's I don't know. There's more money. It, it's a weird balance between finding some success and then turning around and, and selling the blueprint to that success. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. In fact. Maybe maybe that's a good business model for me. Now now I'll turn around and make a how to make money on Udemy course, and I'll share how I made that. But you know, just to keep the cycle spinning. So I don't know. It's just something worth. I, I felt like it was worth worth mentioning. So, anyways, that's it for the show. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll see you next week in episode ninety two. It's a really good one. You're not gonna want to miss it. Until then, hustle on. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.